0: Dr. Sarah Bean says, and I quote, your job is to set the limit, not to control how your child feels about it or reacts to it. Let that sink in. Hello all you fantastic dads out there, how are you? I am doing well, I am Dijon with no off-season for dads and we are sitting here, or it's just me today, in the lounge. I said that really funny. (laughs) In the lounge, um, chilling and relaxing and reflecting on uh, some of the instances that has happened here at my house with the A4 squad. And uh, it's been a doozy of a week. Um there's a lot to talk about, and so I want to dive straight into this, and it's on one particular topic. That's how to tell your child no. Let's get into it. talking about is telling your child no especially when it's not comfortable to have that conversation especially when you don't want to t- to say no um this has happened on with both of my boys and I'm noticing how it's happening more and more as they get older and it's become more difficult to say no as they have gotten older and I'm a give you a great example and again this has happened with both of my boys so again they're they're teens or one of them is a teen now and another is a, an adult child but uh, they have gone through high school and going through high school and the topic of parties always comes up parties parties dad can i go to this party mom can i go to this party oh, mom, dad, this party is happening at this time and this and that and this and that. Okay. And it, one of the questions that my wife and I always end up asking is, will the parents be home? That's the magical question. Will the parents be home? And as a father, as a... One who has been through this, I I know the importance of having some type of authoritative figure at the house when there's a house party. Uh, If you have lived at least 20 years, (laughs) you know that anything can go down at a party if there is no supervision. Your child can be the most responsible one ever Oh my gosh The golden child Halo hanging from his head Room is always straight He does his chores Everything is always to a T But when a party goes down And they are outside of your supervision Anything can go down Drugs can go down Alcohol can go down Sex can go down Smoking can go down Anything And you know what? All of those (laughs) All at the same time can go down, and of course we're here. This is uh, we're, st- we're we're starting to come out of the COVID area we're era, but we're still in there. Uh, people are getting vaccinated. Uh, my boys are vaccinated. My entire family is vaccinated, but still not everyone is, and so we still have to take precautions. Now, all that being said, the question came up. Dad, can I go to this party? And I look at the text. He texted me with this. I, I look at the text and I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, huh. The first question that went through my mind, will the parents be there? Silence. Silence. responsible. To a T, they're still young. That frontal lobe is still not completely developed, so we have to understand that as well. Um, But I'm I'm growing in in my trust of them. And in that growth, I also understand that I have to let go of my leash a little bit more each day. I don't have to let go of it all the way. I can let go of it a little bit. I can also retract it if I need to. But they're on this quote leash. And so, um, the question again came up, dad, can I go to this party? And you know, I'm going to be responsible. I know how to do this this and that and this and that and this and that. And and I completely understood that and trusting them with this. But my question was, are the parents going to be there? And the answer came back with, "No." Maybe somebody who's older that's going to be there and all of that, but don't think the parents are going to be there. So I said, no. However, you can hang out with some of your friends if you like to for a while, and and we can go from there. And so um, I think uh, he knew my stance, as I've and my wife have stuck with this stance with my youngest as well as with my oldest, and so. You know, I I picked my son up a little bit later on, and (laughs) time as I picked him up and he got in the car, I could tell he was salty. Now he had fun with his friends and, and that was cool, but his friends were getting ready to go to that party and he was getting in the car with me. I bet you can guess how this conversation was gonna be in the car. Now, I'm not going to go through all of the particulars that were said um, because, you know, I'm, I'm saving face a little bit. But in the same way, uh, I knew what was going to come out of his mouth. Dad, I'm almost an adult. Dad, I'm going to be responsible. Dad, you've taught me how to act in certain situations and how to respond in certain situations. Dad. Dad. I'm almost 18, dad, that one kept coming up. Dad, I'm almost 18, dad, I'm almost 18. And I listened and I bit my tongue several times. I mean, bit it, my mess was just bleeding. I bit my tongue several times because I knew, I knew, I knew. And I remembered and I remembered the same types of conversations previously with my oldest. And so, man, I it was so difficult. Because let's just be honest, I really did want him to go. I really did. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I know he's a social cat. I understand that. I don't want to restrict that. The, however, part for me is having some parents there, having somebody there. If something goes down, if something goes wrong. And could I say nine times out of 10, that, would, that wouldn't happen? I don't know. But I want to be on the safe side. And it's interesting I'm even talking about this because I was talking to another gentleman. Uh, he's a, a great dad too. have known him for easily 20 years. And he has the same mindset. He's like, are the parents going to be there? Nah. Oh, well, nope. It's a wrap, son. And we ended up talking uh, even the other night about this, this and how important it, it is for uh, the accountability to be there at the home. It's not that we don't want you hanging out. It's really not. But we do want a figure of authority at the house if something were to happen. Because I know, like you know, that when you were a teen and you saw all of the temptations that were there to do what was hmm, maybe a little risky, even though you are, oh my gosh, you are so responsible. If you saw the opportunity, you might just take it. Well, I didn't want that to happen. We're going to dig into this a little bit deeper right here, but let's first have a word from our sponsor. The Renew and Revitalize Marriage and Family Institute is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that provides services to marriages, families, youth, and adults. Their mission is to educate, encourage, and empower couples and families to be functional, fruitful, and fulfilled in their relationships. They offer marriage counseling, conferences, premarital and family counseling sessions, train the trainer workshops, and child and family empowerment programs. With over 40 years of experience between the founders, their goal is to reduce the divorce rate, reduce child abuse and neglect, and increase the number of healthy marriages and families. Go to renewandrevitalize.org for further information. Again, that is RenewAndRevitalize.org. how do we tell our child no? And it's one of the most uncomfortable things to do, especially when you want them to have that opportunity to do whatever they're asking about. Sometimes, let me say, wait a minute, let me change that. Sometimes you want them to have the opportunity. Sometimes, of course, when we say no, we know it is for their betterment. We understand that. We are parents. We see it. We see our children. Our children see a, a slight, a, a slim perspective And where we can see the bigger picture Why? Because oftentimes We've been through the experience already So we get it Now, all that's still said is that It can be uncomfortable Telling our child no Especially as they get older And Let's just be real Especially when their rationale Makes sense Yep when it makes sense, and this is the part that got me uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday when we were talking about it. I was like, he makes so much sense right now. It makes sense. Yep, yep. I could agree with that. Um, all this is going on in the back of my head. I'm like, yep, d- yep, 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 mm, yep, yep, that makes sense too. Yeah. Mm. And oftentimes we know. They do make sense. It's logical. It sounds good, but there's always something that might not be the best for them to do. And so saying no is a crucial part of our parenting saying no. Now, let's just be real. Some parents will say no just for the sake of saying it. There's no reason behind it. No rhyme or reason. I'm just going to say no. Bag it. Forget it. And, you know, I guess that has its, you know, I don't even know how to explain that. But um, there, there are reasons behind it. Uh, but we also have to understand that saying no is for their betterment uh, at times. And it's our perspective, when, again, when we can oftentimes see the bigger picture contrasted to the slim perspective that they had. And so I was looking up some uh, some stuff about this because again, this was it was beating me upside the head, and I was like, I don't want to say this, no, but I had to. And so I was looking up a, a website called parentinghighschoolers.com. <laughs> and there's a website, parentinghighschoolers.com. com. Uh, and there was an article by uh, a lady by the name of Melanie Studer, and she was saying some important things in this article, and she was saying, as far as being able to say no with your, your, your child, you have to be able to set boundaries, clear boundaries, like clear, crystal clear. We can't break around these kind of boundaries. And then, which I thought was interesting, is that when you're telling your child no or after you've said no, take time for self-management. Like for you. Like go away, go go grab a cup of coffee, go write in your journal, go meditate, think about why you said what you said, um, and be able to and be able to reflect on that. So I, I I don't know. I thought that was extremely interesting to hear, and then also uh, what she was saying was be able to have consistent talks with your child. Now, these talks, again, are we're talking from small age children clear up to, you know, whenever when they're out your house. Uh, but be able to have these consistent talks. And and I was reading that it's, in, it's good to even schedule those talks. Maybe, you know, it's like. Uh, your schedule is busy, your child's schedule is busy, they're in high school or they're in college and, and you know, they've got the extracurricular stuff, they got all of their homework, you've got work, you've got this and that and this and that. So plan a day like it, as if it was a date. Every month on the 17th, you and I are going out and that's your talk time. That's your, that's your us time. But have those types of talks. Um, I was reading some more and they were saying, make sure that you get support. And I know I've talked about this in one of my previous episodes about having people that you can talk to and bounce ideas off of, you know, man, look, you've never parented a child at the age that you are at before. I want you to let that sink in. You've never done it with that same child. Yeah, you might have three, four, nine, twelve 12 children, whatever the case might be, but you've never had that child at that age when you were at that age. I know that that sounds all confusing, but we'll just work with me here. It's good to have people that you can bounce ideas off of. You've gotta be able to talk with somebody else who is going through something similar as you. Dr. Sarah Bean, uh she wrote an article or a piece with empoweringparents.com. Empoweringparents.com and I thought her article was really interesting as well in how we are telling our children no. And what she was saying was uh man it was it was convicting because she was giving off this thing where she said that giving in will become a pattern giving in will become a pattern and so you know again is that is that crazy urge man you don't want to tell your child no especially if it makes sense you don't want to tell them no but if you give in once guess what they're going to remember the time that you did give in they might not remember no they'll remember all the other times that you said no but that one time that you said yes that's the one they're going to remember (laughs) that's the one they're going to remember so giving in can be a pattern and we know it you know society makes it hard Uh, our friends our peers our other parent friends who might not parent in the same way that we do and we might not parent in the same way that they do uh, those friends can make it hard they might not even say anything to you but just watching how they parent and seeing what their children do, contrasted to what you allow your children to do, man, that can make it a challenge as well. Uh, We know that setting limits is difficult because we simply don't wanna do that. Um, So here's the thing. Dads, we gotta stick to our values. We simply do. We have to stick to our Values. One of the things that she said in this article that I am definitely going to tweet out, put on my Instagram, my Snap, every other kind of thing that I can put out, she said, It's your job to set limits. Your job is to set the limit and not to control how your child feels about it or reacts to it. I'm going to say that one again. Your job is to set the limit. Not to control how your child feels about it or reacts to it. You're going to find that in my show notes. Look, because I'm telling you, it's you know how you used to react when your parents told you no. And some of you might have huffed and puffed. Some of you might have just taken it. Uh, I don't know how you used to do, but you know how your child does it now. Mine don't take too well to know. And that's a, that's a discussion that we have had to have. Uh, we've had with them about how do you accept when you hear no? Can you accept no? And that's just not coming from me as a parent or as a dad. But you're going to hear no again when you walk outside of our house, when you go to school, when you go on your first job interview, when you go up, well, hopefully not your first job interview. But you might hear it in interviews. You might hear it from your job. You might hear it from your careers. You might hear you might hear you might hear it in college. In fact, not you might hear you will hear no. How do you respond when you hear no? no and that's a part of our training that we have to uh, engage with our children how do you accept no and what's going to be your reaction to it so it was it was so incredible to hear it and and like I said as I was sitting here reflecting on this I was like man I this was a hard no we've done some no's in the past and it didn't go you know it wasn't that bad this one was a hard no but it was a no. The last part I wanted to bring about with this this no thing is uh, that we can't fall. And again, this is according to Dr. Sarah Bean. That we cannot fall for the sweet talk, or don't even for us. Don't even try to over negotiate. It's too much. It's too much energy. But the sweet talk, y'all know, y'all know how they do it. All of a sudden, if they really want something, then all of a sudden their room is clean. The house is clean. It smells good. All, All the clothes are picked up off of the floor. They've done all of their chores. They've cooked dinner for you. They brought you a rose. All kinds of stuff is happening because they want what they want. And that's fine, and I appreciate all of those things, but sometimes that no still has to be no. And I don't think it's it's bad that you give them the reason why you're sticking your stance. They might not agree with it, and I get it, I know it. They might not agree, but they have to be able to understand your stance. And a lot of this comes through consistent communication over time, like just consistent communication over time. And it might not be about anything deep or serious, but it's just consistent communication. You sharing your ideas, you sharing your uh, your thoughts, you sharing your family values, you sharing your spirituality. How does all of this stuff play into you being a dad? How does this all play into you being a parent? Let that be known. And so these conversations won't be As hard Although You're probably Going to have to say no Again and again And again And of course Yes There's going to be the yeses Yes son Yes you can go here Yes son I will allow you This opportunity to do this Make sure that you're Back home by eight Or you know And so you've got Again Setting those clear boundaries So that they understand And if those boundaries Are broken Then there's the consequence And that's a whole nother topic And discussion But the no Has to this helps thanks so much for taking the time to listen make sure that you follow us on Instagram Twitter and Facebook at no offseason for dads that's N-O-S the number four dads also continue to listen enjoy share fund repeat Take care.